Well, praise God. If you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter five. and We'll begin reading at verse three again. That's Matthew chapter five, verse three. And I'm reading out of the CEV version or the contemporary English version. And it reads, God blesses those people who depend only on him. They belong to the kingdom of heaven. Again, God blesses those people who depend only on him. That means that God is their source and their only source. Those are the people whom God will bless. He blesses those people for they belong to the kingdom of heaven. In other words, they have the full power of heaven backing them up. Amen. Uh, now let's turn to Psalms 24, uh, beginning at verse three. We want to uh, see what that looks like. What does that person look like? Was again at Psalms 24 and 3, and it says, Who may ascend the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? He who hath clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul into vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he will receive the blessing from the Lord. The person who depends totally on God is a person who has clean hands. And a pure heart who's not lifted up his soul into vanity nor sworn deceitfully. That is a person who depends totally on God. Now, you must understand the enemy will come and attack us all. In fact, you know, one of the great things I love about God is he will oftentimes he'll tell you, he'll show you the things that he wants you to do in the kingdom. He will show you what he wants you to have, what he wants to bless you with. He will show us and reveal those things to us. And you know what? Oftentimes we get excited. We we're overjoyed in which we should. But understand along the journey, along the way, the enemy will have an opportunity to tempt you, to trick you, to deceive you, to get you off the path of righteousness. See, there will come a time where you will have a need. And it's something about when we have needs, they speak loudly. The, that lack, it, it, it signals the enemy. It is the enemy's opportunity to tempt you with something, something that's going to keep you from receiving the blessing of the Lord. Something that's going to keep you from ascending to the heel of the Lord. Something that's going to keep you from standing in his holy place. Now, why is that? Why does the enemy want to keep you from that place? Because that is the place of the blessing. And if you ever reach there, it's going to be detrimental to his kingdom. So the enemy is going to try to provide another avenue. He's going to try to bless you. He's going to try to do something for you to get you off that path. Now. One of the ways that the enemy will try is he'll present an option to you. You're going through some type of lack. And let me say this, just because you're going through lack doesn't mean it's something that you did wrong. It could be because you may be going through some type of lack. You may have some needs in your life because you did things God's way. Or it could be something that you obeyed God and God may have told you do this and do that. When God does it is to teach you how to totally depend on him. Now, you must understand for you to receive the blessing of the Lord, you're going to have to depend on him. When you depend on the Lord, that is how you will qualify to receive the blessing by simply depending 
on him. But once again, when this happens, the enemy has an opportunity to give you another alternative route or give you some type of alternative method. He does this one or two ways. Oftentimes when there is lack, the enemy, once again, he gets excited. That's his opportunity to tempt you through this testing period. He will send help your way. Yes, I, you heard me correctly. The enemy will send help your way. But this help has strings attached. He'll send people your way. He'll send opportunities your way. That's one way he'll 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 try to get you off track. But there's another way he will give you thoughts and ideas, thoughts, ideas, and suggestions how you can get your own needs met. Many times it means it's through manipulating others. If you fall into these traps, let me tell you this. As long as you're in these traps, you will not receive the blessing from the Lord. The word of God says he who has clean hands and a pure heart, who's not lifted up his soul into vanity nor sworn deceitfully. Those are the qualifiers, if you will, for you to receive the blessing of the Lord. But once again, the enemy will try to get you to manipulate. He'll try to give you ways, thoughts, ideas where you can bless yourself. In other words, he's going to try to give you a way, something to do other than depending on God. I'm reminded of uh, this, this older lady. Uh, this is years ago. She had 16 children and these children became adults. And most of those 16 children were, were all boys. They were they're mostly males. And so once again, she had this this pact with them and they had an understanding that they would give her so much money a month. Well, you may look and say, you know, brother past, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, well, because of this, they got crosswise with their wives. What do you mean? Well, there were times where the family really couldn't really give their mother. The, the, the boys, the father could not give their mother money that she requested. Well, the boys would do it anyway. And because of this, those wives, they were very upset. They were resentful. Some of them just did not like their mother-in-law. Why? Because this mother, the boy's mother, uh, uh, came up with this idea and this plan so they could always give to their mother. You know, after all, you only have one mother. Well, you all understand this right here was not from God. The word of God says the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. This was this woman did added sorrow. It created sorrow because once again, a lot of those her mother, her daughters in law, they did not like her. They resented her in times where the family really needed this. They would say, no, we got it. We got to take care of mother. We have to take care of our mama. I mean, she gave us life. She did this. She did that. And you all once again, it was a source of great confusion. You all once again, the enemy will give you all kind of plans and ideas to manipulate people to meet your own needs. In other words, you're not depending on God. Now, let me say this. I am by no means saying that we should not honor our mother and our father. I'm not saying that we should not take care of our parents. And according to the word of God, we should. But you know what? We have to ask God exactly how and when, how should we honor our mother and our father? This is biblical. But once again, we need to ask God how to do it. Is it causing confusion? Is it is it causing issues? There has to be some agreement with our spouses. Now, 
Let's get back to the story. Once again, this caused a great deal of confusion. And once again, this was not the blessing of the Lord. But once again, the enemy will give you all kind of plans and how you can manipulate people. You see, this is a great example of intellectual manipulation or spiritual manipulation. So once again, the scripture says, who's going to send into the hill of the Lord? Who's going to stand in his holy place? Who's going to receive the blessing from the Lord? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. Those who totally depend on God, who makes God their source, their only source. You see, once again, many times the enemy loves to to give us ideas. They're just traps to get us off the path. The enemy knows if, if you take the bait, you will not receive the blessing from the Lord. In other words, you know what? You won't be detrimental to his kingdom. But there's another point here. Many times if you take that trap of trying to manipulate people, you, your own self, become a victim of the enemy. What do you mean, brother pastor? Let, let me give you an example. I knew this person. She was really used by God. I mean, she was had, she she had wisdom beyond her years. I mean, she was very wise and God used her mightily. You talking about prophetic. She was so accurate. She would tell you when she tells you something, you better believe it's probably going to come to pass. Just like she said, it. he used her to give a word of encouragement and different things to people. Let me tell you something. This woman was also used in the area of healing. And sometimes God would use this would would, would demonstrate his power through her in a demonstrative way where everyone knew that this was God and God alone. This woman was used mightily by the power of God. She was faithful to the church. She gave her tithes, her offering, anything that the church needed. She was always first. But the problem lies here. She didn't depend on God to meet her needs. Now, she was a Christian woman. She went about no hanky panky, no stuff like that. But what she did was she depended on her family and her close friends to help her out in tight situations. When there was a need. She tried to get them. She manipulated them to help her. I mean, after all, think about it. God used her to give you a word that was accurate. You was about to go down the wrong path. We're talking about a true story here now. And so because she did all these great things, or let me say it a better way. God used her to do these great things. She used that as a platform to get her own needs met. And so through the years, she would ask for money and do this and that under the under the understanding that when God blessed me, because, you know, God showed me he's going to do this for me. He's going to do that for me. And when my ship comes in, I'm definitely going to remember you and take care of you. Well, for a while that worked. And once again, she was used mildly by God. But there came a period in time over some years, perhaps we can call it some decades. That. There was no evidence of what she said. Once again, God did use her mightily, but it looked like that ship never came in. There are some other things. She began to really, once again, manipulate people and really kind of force them, if you will, to meet her needs. She would say things. Let me give you a good example. She would do things such as, let's say she would give you one hundred dollars. This is an example. 
Well, you know, she'll say, you know, God told me to give you this hundred dollars, blah, blah, blah. He said, well, praise God, you know. Well, six months later, she'll say, well, uh, when, you gonna, when are you going to pay me back the, the money that I let you borrow? And you, you'll scratch your head and you'll be like, uh, what money? I don't remember asking you for any money. Well, you remember the, the hundred dollars I gave you six months ago? And, you, and you'll say, well, you know. I thought you gave me this. I didn't ask for this. The point is she would manipulate things. She would turn things around as if she let you borrow the money because she had a need that needed to be met. Well, after so much of this, this manipulation, you know what happened? She invited the enemy because after all, who was giving her these ideas? These weren't ideas from God. She allowed the enemy to talk to her mind on a consistent basis. It got so bad where she could no longer tell her thoughts from reality. She was mentally unstable because she manipulated people. When I say she manipulated people, she caused a lot of tension between husbands and wives and her family and her friends because she manipulated people. She opened up the door to for the enemy to manipulate her. And once again, as a result, she can't tell if things are reality or if they're just in her head. Uh, you may talk to her, do this, this, that. And, you know, she may say, did that really happen? And, and so she's had some mental issues, some mental instability, if you will. Once again, when you lend your ears to the enemy, when you listen to his thoughts, Soon you have a you'll have problems dis distinguishing his voice from the voice of God. She's no longer being used by God. She is. Unfortunately, she's trapped in a situation. Now, she's saved and on her way to heaven and we just pray for her. But the thing about it is when you manipulate people to get your needs met instead of depending on God, you open up that door for the enemy. To manipulate you. And to bring great harm to you. If you notice what I'm talking about, it's not God withholding from you. The word of God says, once again, he who has clean hands and a pure heart. I mean, this person wouldn't care if you had to run up your charge card, your credit cards or whatever. They did whatever they need to do to get that need met. They would tell you anything. Clean hands and a pure heart who's not lifted up their soul into vanity. That brings me to this next point. Well, you want to really receive the blessing from the Lord. You cannot lift up your soul into vanity. In fact, this person I'm referring to, they had this thing where they would say, you know, I'm hard to fool. You can't fool me. Now, you know, we all have said that, but this person really, really believed that no one could fool them. You know, I know there was this brother who told me one time, he said, listen, I can manipulate anyone. I can I can get anyone. I can make anyone do what I want them to do. Now, I was surprised. One, he told me that. And two, I was think I was surprised at the arrogance behind it. The word of God says the person who has not lifted up his soul into vanity. Well, this person believed that, you know, I reminded this other guy. He said one time he said, listen. The enemy cannot deceive me. I have seen all of his deceptions and I've been able to maneuver, outmaneuver the enemy. 
You all, in all three situations, I saw the enemy greatly deceive all three individuals. They were in situations they never thought they would be in, whether it was sickness, mentally or health wise, or they, they, they left their church. Uh, uh, they went out somewhere else and lost everything. In all three situations, the people, they did not have a name. They can't go back home because of their name, because no one respects them for what they've done because they thought that they could outsmart people. Or in that last case, they could outsmart the enemy. The word of God says, once again, who has not lifted up his soul, his mind, his will. His will he's not lifted up his soul into vanity. Can I share something with you? I don't care how smart you are. There's always someone who is smarter. And without the power of God, listen, the enemy will reap havoc over us. We cannot outsmart the enemy without the power of God. That's why, listen, when things come our way, we got to ask God, Lord, is this you? Lord, do you want me to do this? Lord, do you want me to do that? Because the enemy has traps for all of us. Once again, when there is a need or lack in your life, that is the opportunity for the enemy to try to deceive us, to get us off course. He'll do anything to keep us from the blessing of the Lord. Remember, the scripture says they belong to the kingdom of heaven. He's trying to make sure that the kingdom of heaven does not abound in your life. Be careful of spiritual manipulation. If you notice what I'm talking about, we're talking about things that happen in the pews. We're not talking about what happened with the pastors because see, we all aware of that, but we're talking about things that happen with pews in the pews amongst good church people. So be very careful. Are you manipulating someone to get your way to meet your needs? Has the enemy convinced you to, to believe that well, you got to do this to get your. No, 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 no. Listen, no one ever owes you anything. Can I share something? Even your family, even your children, they don't owe you anything. Our God is our source. You know what? I'm a pastor. You know what? My members don't owe me anything. My job is to preach the word. You know, when we if we ever get to the point where we look at our members or, or our family or our our job as being our source, we are greatly deceived. It is God that sends people your way to bless you. It is God that gives you the strength. It's God that gives you the favor on the job. It is a God. It's God It's in him. We live and move and have our being. It's not our strength It's not our source. Our job is to be a light. You know, you could do this on your job. You know, God can use you to do this and that. You know, you and, and look, I've seen things happen this way and, and you can have uh, some influence. But, you know, you can use the influence that God has given you for your own personal gain and you can manipulate, spiritually manipulate those people. Listen, those things will keep you from the blessings of the Lord. How does the enemy do, do this to us? How does he convince us to do this? He always can convince us to do these things, operate this way when our needs is always in the forefront of our mind. When our needs, our lack is in the forefront of our mind. Let me tell you something. The example is given. These people would not have done these things if lack or their need was in the forefront of their, their, their minds. 
Let me say this. When your need and your lack becomes, gets in the forefront of your mind, if that's the only thing you see, the enemy can entice you. You become double-minded and the enemy can get you to say and do anything. You won't even care about people's needs. You won't even care about people's feelings. You'll do and you'll say anything to get your need met. Right now, we're talking about right there in the church. You all, I've seen this thing play out so many times. You know, uh, I've seen uh, dear Christian people that was over nonprofits and they they had a need and they wanted to get some things done for that nonprofit. And I've seen them hire people who they knew had a terrible track record. They knew that these people were not trustworthy, but they now these people, they had the power to get them what they want. But at what price, you all? At what price? What price are you willing to hire someone to get your needs met? You all, when this happens, destruction is always the end. And I've seen situations where even if there's nonprofit uh, organizations, it almost collapsed because they hired the wrong person who they knew had a bad track record, who they knew did not operate. They did not operate with integrity. You all, these things will keep us from the blessing of the Lord. Now, there's one thing that in every situation that I that I mentioned, you know, all of them will put God's name on it. What you mean, brother pastor? They'll say, whoo, after you, they, that person manipulates you, whether it's a family member or a friend, after whoo, we thank God for blessing you. You know, we thank God, boy, God blessed you, but God show bless me. No, that's not a blessing. Because the word of God says the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. If there's sorrow involved, it's not the blessing of the Lord. It's not the blessing of the Lord. You know, in college, I reminded of a true story. Uh, you know, during the time Oral Roberts had his his uh, his, his conferences. And so there was uh, two individuals who went up there and. Uh, one guy convinced the other guy, said, hey, man, I'm going to take care of everything. You just come with me. And so the guy went with went up there with him. When they got to the hotel in which they were supposed to check in, he noticed they were just sitting around. They were just sitting around. And it was this old lady. She sat around and someone came and paid for her hotel room. And they sat around for hours and hours. So finally, the guy who was invited, he said, look, man, I'm going to just get us a room, man. And so he did it, and the guy, another guy said, whoo, boy, God showed him make a way. He showed blessed us. Well, throughout the entire trip, I mean, they went to restaurants, and supposedly doing this by faith. The bottom line is the other guy ended up paying for the whole thing. This right here is what you call spiritual manipulation. The person thought they were operating in faith, but every time they operated in faith, or no, I'm sorry, they did not operate in faith. Someone else had to take up their slack. And guess what? God didn't send that person to take up their slack. You all, the whole point is this, that any will use anything to keep you from the blessings of the Lord. Do not allow, accept those thoughts from the enemy to see how you can manipulate someone to get your needs met. In fact, once again, if it's God, you don't need any help. Let me say it a better way. If it's God, you don't have to provide your own needs because we have a heavenly father that does it. Now, the word of God tells us be imitators of God as dear children. 
There is a scripture in uh, Psalms chapter 50, verse 12. It says, and this, this is God speaking. He says, if I was hungry, I would not tell you. If I was hungry, I would not tell you. You know, if you have a need, it doesn't mean that you have to tell people. You know, if you have a need, if God is your source and you're where God wants you to be, God will provide for you without you telling a soul. God can provide for you without you telling a soul. I'm telling you what I know. Just because you have a need in your life, if there's a lack, listen, God knows how to supply those needs according to his riches and glory. But we got to depend on God to receive the blessing so we can see him come through for us. Because if we see him come through for us, only that only thing that's going to do is boost our confidence and our trust in God. You know, I'm reminded of George Mueller, who was a great man of God, who was in England in the 1800s. And God used him to send missionaries to China and he had an, an orphanage and he saw the needs of the people uh, in England. And so God used him to start an orphanage and that orphanage began to grow and grow. Well, one morning they got up and there was no food. And so everyone sat at the table. He uh, they got their 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 uh, plates out and, and, and cups out as if they were going to eat. And when George Mueller prayed the prayer. When he said, amen, when he finished the prayer, there was a knock on the door. They opened up the door. It was the bread man, the baker. The baker said, look, God got me up two o'clock in the morning to bake you all some bread. Now, I don't know why, but God just got me up two o'clock in the morning. He wouldn't let me rest. So I baked all this bread for you all. We're talking about right when George Mueller said, amen, at the end of his prayer. Shortly after the baker explained why he was bringing the bread over, they heard another knock on the door. There was uh, the milkman, his, his, his milk cart or whatever, truck, whatever, it wagon broke down right there in front of the orphanage. So he had to give the orphanage all of the milk and he gave it to him for free. You all, this is an example of how God will meet our needs. God will meet our needs according to his riches and glory. If you notice in the story, George Mueller didn't tell people we ain't got no food. No, he depended and he trusted in God. The word of God says God blesses those people who depend on him. They belong to the kingdom of heaven. You all God wants to meet our needs, but you know what? We cannot allow the enemy to manipulate us, give us thoughts of how we can manipulate others to meet our own needs. You all shun spiritual manipulation and live the abundant life. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.